You're listening to Ecomonics, a Debutify podcast, your resource for one-of-a-kind insights into the world of e-commerce and business in the modern age. This is Joseph. I'll be presenting a wealth of industry knowledge from interviews with successful business people and our own state-of-the-art research. Your time is valuable, so let's go. Good to have you here. One of the recurring themes on this show is that we have to talk about the big boys. Google, Facebook, Amazon, the Federal Reserve. It's impossible not to. They're too important not to talk about in our sector. But in doing so, I often want to try and balance it out by shining a light on other companies and businesses. This balance so far has been difficult to strike. So this is the first in what will likely be an ongoing series within Ecomonics, a Debutify podcast. We are going to dedicate a full episode to entrepreneurs and operations, obviously within the e-commerce space. Some will have a physical presence, but as long as you can shop with them online, they're in. If you have an operation and feel you qualify for this episode, I honestly have no idea why you're already coming to that conclusion. You haven't listened to the episode yet. But if you listen at least 42% of the way in and still feel the way you do, we want to hear from you podcast at debutify.com. And there I go, telling you the email address. You can just skip skip it. Anyways, the first website on this list is partakefoods.com. Partakefoods.com. Cookies that are gluten-free, vegan, and allergy-friendly. The first thing I was struck by was the color presentation. They use a warm earth tone between mainly brown and then also some greens as well. Uh, The idea here is to use the earth tone to accentuate a natural organic selling point of the product. Uh, This is a classic example of identifying a problem followed by a solution to match. In the founder's words, they hadn't given food allergies much thought until their daughter started having them. Faced with a sudden problem begging for a solution, they went right to work. Uh, They did try to see if there were any options out there, mainly for snacks, and the supply wasn't there. But, judging by their success, the demand was. It goes to show that the difference between who becomes a major success and who doesn't is the difference between people who solve the problems for themselves and the ones who solve the problems for themselves and others. And the founder, Denise, did her research. She found that 1 in 10 kids by 2020, which is where we are now at, will be affected by one of the eight major allergens. Wheat, tree nuts, peanuts, milk, eggs, soy, fish, and shellfish which, in addition to the restrictions on diet, also lead to social anxiety and rejection by their peers. So you see, a problem isn't just in a vacuum. Improving someone's life leads to improvements in multiple areas. This would also explain why they went with Partake as the company name. The idea of one being able to participate in something promotes inclusivity. Uh, So one of the things I do want to mention is that if I see a critique, I want to point it out. I don't intend to trash any of these businesses. And I only do that if somebody really crosses the line, which is not something to worry about today or in general. I just want to make some observations about websites that I think are worth looking into. Nothing major. So one of the things I noticed is that the footer menu and the top menu have two different sets of links with a little bit of crossover. The top one says shop, blog, find us, about, contact, and account. Uh, The footer has press, FAQ, contact, terms of service, and privacy policy. Me, if I were just like casually browsing, I might not notice there's two sets of options. 
I only spotted this because I was scanning through all the details on the website for the purposes of this episode. Like I said, it's small. Uh, secondly, on my desktop monitor, where I uh, do the majority of my, uh, my research, the rewards button overlaps the contact button. I assume it was a contact button. I couldn't tell because of the overlap. Uh, and this next one is more of a recommendation. Uh, I would think a website like this would have a link to affiliates where other businesses adjacent to what they're selling can cross-pollinate audiences. These foods look delish, but so far they're just cookies. Maybe there's another business that sells milk that also falls within the same standards. Here's one good one I'll point out for them. Uh, something I didn't consider is having a press link so that we can see how the business continues to be relevant in the media. Seeing the company continue to be active drives home their commitment to their mission. News articles go as far back as November 2016. What we can see from this company, being a family-run operation, is that it has used its authentic goal as a means to be reported in the media. It even got a celebrity endorsement from Jay-Z, so the influencer box is firmly checked. To show their passion, they also participate in charity, such as Blessings in a Backpack, a nonprofit organization that provides food for school children on weekends. A couple of hacks I spotted. A top banner ad lets you know that the product is available in stores, over 2,700 of them, including Target. This top banner, by the way, is going to show up a lot in this episode. Clicking the link takes me to a store locator, so I can see if anything I've got nearby will do. It also leads to discovery, where I can come across stores I may not have known of before that would carry their product. And it makes me think, well, if they're holding on to this product, then they're probably holding on to other products of a similar nature. A newsletter pop-up provides first-time visitors, like myself, with an option to get discounted cookies on my first order. Hilariously, the decline button reads, No thanks, I don't want to save money on delicious cookies. It's pretty good. Uh, without even buying anything, this brand has already contributed to the net good. It's taught me a few things about allergies and provided me peace of mind that when I become a parent, fingers crossed, it's one less thing to worry about. The blog is active, with tips and recommendations for activities and other snack ideas. You get the sense that, because they're basing their product off their own life, the content they write is content they actually live by. Number two is decibels, moldable earplugs. First impressions are, this might be overkill for me, which is not in any way a bad thing, I'll explain in a moment. I'm pretty passionate about sleep, and I dedicate a third of my life to pursuing that passion. So, as I mentioned in a previous episode, blanking on which one at the moment, I have a big tube of disposable foam earplugs. I wear them for a week, and then out they go. Not, not the whole tube. You know, one per ear. My strategy was, and still is, if you're not sure if something is ideal, get a cheap one, just a test, and then commit the funds to a better one when you're ready. Well, not that it's my job to shop, but this business, I guess it's kind of my, well, it's my job to look as if I was shopping. Anyways, you understand. This business appealed to me aesthetically as well as in terms of practicality. These bad boys can be heated and then molded to fit each person's unique ear shape. Then they can be reheated if need be. So the reason why I say overkill is from a marketing perspective. It comes across as a product that more than fits my needs to filter out general racket. You can tell the target market is for heavy-duty users. One giveaway is that in their top nine activities, you should have earplugs for. Shooting range comes in at number one. Also on the list, sandboarding, snorkeling, concerts, traveling, and watching a space shuttle launch. I assume in person. If it's too loud at home, you just... Turn the volume down. Additionally, they market themselves to industrial workers. 
On their site, they provide a cost calculator to find out how much the current earplugs cost the company. Uh, the one thing I wasn't 100% on and had to look around was if they'd be okay to sleep in. So I took to the blog to see if there's any mention that you shouldn't sleep in them. Uh, I didn't quite see confirmation either way, so I contacted customer support. They said go for it. Just when molding them, use your sleeping position so that they are fit ideally to that circumstance. Of all the e-commerce sites I've been to so far, it was also the first time I'd seen an accessibility widget. Uh, I suspect, safely, I might add, that other sites have used it, but because they primarily use black and white, the orange icon stuck out nicely, as it should. So the story of this product, or rather the problem we need is solving, is that the founder Kyle was struggling to find headphones that would stay in his ears while doing his athletics. This made me realize for the first time since I started working with this company is the way a product is an extension of the creator. Yeah, people want to make money, but you can see how the money isn't what's driving them. At least, not entirely. It's the desire to make everyone's lives better, whether it's vegan-friendly cookies or earplugs that fit no matter the ear. When I say the net good, now I picture a net with many threads crisscrossing, each person bringing their own thread, strengthening the net for others. Of course, you don't need to be an entrepreneur to contribute, but that's for a different show. So let's move on. I didn't spot any discounts or pop-ups. I did see a free shipping on orders $25.99 and up in the U.S. on the top banner. These are premium quality, made in the U.S., so I don't expect to see many discounts, unless you're ordering in bulk. The question a company like this leaves me with is, now that I discovered them, will I be holding other companies of um, similar product line to the same standard? The answer is yes. I may have, may have made it sound like a rhetorical question, but I assure you it wasn't. Third on the list is Umbra. And to their credit, they are now the second one I've spotted with the accessibility option. So clearly people are using it. Again, a key element here is to make it stand out among the rest of the aesthetic, because one imagines that the people who really need it really need to see it. But onto the actual site. Umbra is a design brand specializing in decoration and practical housewares like hooks, garbage bags, soap dispensers, toothbrush holders. Uh, what makes their product unique is a sleekness emphasizing their line of stainless steel silver products. Their main mission is to produce products that last, offering up a five-year warranty along with free shipping and returns. Uh, it actually has a storefront in the heart of downtown Toronto. I've passed by it a number of times, but it never occurred to me what I was looking at. It's a, got this vibrant pink Technicolor exterior, and it leaves the observer guessing as to what's inside. Being in one of our trendiest areas, uh, my guess was it was either design school or a condo. Uh, the site uses the white background with a soft off-white on the images, directing your attention to the products. Uh, their top banner, as it's been coming up, is free shipping and all orders over $35 with free returns. On the designers page, which is unique to this website, at least so far, um, you'll, what you'll see is all of the, the headshots of the designers. And I think I would have gone with the images of the product and not the designers. Um, on their page, they can have their headshots. But when I go to the design page, I don't know who made what. So I have to go manually through each one to discover what they've got on, on the mind. Number four is a mattress company named Hyphen. Off the bat, they indicate a 200-night risk-free trial that they're made in the USA and have a 20-year warranty. A warranty that lasts that long in my experience ends up being a discount on a newer model. I'm not saying outright that's their plan, but let's just say 15 years go by, either the product is perfect that entire time, always has been, 
or is improved, replaced, or a better model is ready to go. So if the previous model, let's just say for a different company, was, I don't know, $200, and then a new one is $400, your warranty might just get you the newer model at a cost, which is still a good system, by the way. As has been a complete coincidence, these guys also use a white background. But they use a softer color for their font than just black. I wouldn't know the exact color, but it's closer to a dark blue, where the blue is so subtle you might not notice. But the objective is to create a more comforting, softer feeling for the customer than a sharp, crisp black. Reviews are second to the main image, that of a woman in her mid-twenties, ecstatic about falling back onto her mattress. Regarding the net good, as I mentioned before, I'm a big fan of sleep, and hyphen mattresses approach problem-solving on a more nuanced level than sleep masks or earplugs. With earplugs and sleep masks, you have to convince the customer that they need these things. People don't instinctively intend to get them. Customers, for the most part, on the other hand, have beds. But you need to convince them for a better bed. They use a comparison of your current mattress. Assuming that you're using one with, say, memory foam, what they notice is that memory foam pulls a person inwards, is too hot, and provides poor support. And then they compare it to theirs, which contours to your body, lets you control the temperature, and adapts to support your needs. Part of their pitch is hassle-free, no middleman shopping, which suggests that their target market is people looking to get a new mattress. First-time buyers and renters, college students moving into campus. One route towards solving problems they take to point out is that it solves the problems in other areas you might not think about. According to their research, a good sleep leads to decreased stress, improved concentration, a strengthened immune system, and more energy. It's possible that the customer would discover this was a solution to their problem approach from an angle they hadn't prior considered. Uh, also, one last thing for them, their top menu includes a phone number directly to their sales line, and their four top menu options include a referral program and reviews, suggesting they have a great deal of confidence in their product. For this next one, I specifically wanted to make sure I was looking at a dropshipping website. And for the next round of these, I'm going to do an episode solely on dropshipping, as that's one of our key operations at Debutify. So credit to dodropshipping.com for a link to lifeboostershop.com. The first thing I see on visiting is a full-page image of a woman holding up a comforter on a dock, implying freedom, and that it's cold out. The first thing that sticks out to me, as this is the only dropship site, is that you don't get the same sense of connection between the seller and the products. There isn't a blog, there's no about page, inspiring story about the inspiration behind the products. They just get the brass tacks. The FAQ covers all the questions I'd ask if it were me. How long does shipping take? Estimated delivery time, cancellations, returns and payment methods. Um, the unifying trait for the store I would characterize as life improvement, not far off from the title of the company. They use a rounded font that's easy on the eyes, and on their front page, the first options below the welcome image are the collections, so the user knows what products to expect. Beneath the collections is a trending list of the most popular items being sold at that moment. So for your research purposes, I would keep tabs on a site like this and other ones in the categories you're interested in. They're doing the research for you, although I suppose they are also a little ahead of the game. But nonetheless, the research is still valuable. I will say, as someone who's looking at a lot of online businesses for work and, you know, myself, I'm seeing products here for the first time. One new one that I had never seen before was a cutter that turns a glass bottle into a cup. Um, the breakdown and instructions are provided on the page, giving the user a clear idea of what to expect. Uh, I'm not going to lie, seems pretty cool. Has a rustic vibe I might go for. Layout, however, is crucial. On my desktop, the images all scan to the right column, leaving a huge swath of unoccupied white space to the left. 
Curious, I looked at it on my mobile and found the trending section didn't even appear on the front page, so I had to find the bottle I was just looking at on the search. On my mobile phone, that said, the layout looks excellent and leads me to believe that it was intended to be looked at on the mobile device, which checks out. Statistically, mobile users are the best target market, but consider if these little details matter to the look and operation of your store. All right, let's keep going. One of the hardest aspects to marketing a product is getting people out of the habits they formed for a lifetime, a challenge being faced by lastobject.com and their reusable tissues and cotton swabs. I can't exactly put my money where my mouth is, but in the interest of showing more of the net good, this business is well worth a mention. Their key product, reusable tissues and cotton swabs, boast a few ambitious features. One swab is worth 1,000 disposable ones. One tissue pack of six replaced 3,000 uses. Their about page illuminates their position to end single-use items in favor of reusable, sustainable ones. In doing so, their product has 10 times less environmental impact than a traditional single-use one. Uh, some stuff I didn't know from having checked out their video is we produce over a billion cotton swabs every single day. And while we don't think about the whole supply process, well, we should. The resources are extracted from the planet, manufactured, packed, shipped, sold, disposed of, and sent to a landfill. The thing I have to imagine, wanting to use reusable tissues, and forgive me, I will try not to be more gross than I need to, is that if I have a cold, tissues are going to go through some stuff. And I'm receptive to cleaning them, but the idea of storing them to clean later makes it hard to look forward to using them. Plus, it's bacterial. So in my mind, I imagine having a set for eating, cleaning, emergency spills. But for biohazard waste, I may want to stick with disposables. One interesting tidbit from their site is, having their video on YouTube, at the end of the video, YouTube pops open several windows to entice me to keep watching. Some of them are American Idol. <laughs> One is about narcissism. Oh, not that I need to look at that. And several are related to the product. So of them all, I clicked on a video review where the person's face seemed perplexed and dismayed by the product. She observed that it wasn't as effective as a dry cotton swab, since it absorbs the wax more. Whereas the... The, the silicone one with these little nubs, it wasn't quite picking them up as effectively. Um, but the makeup remover side did a lot better. My takeaway is that a product like this would help reduce the brunt of using disposables over and over. The name, Last Object, is clever because it makes the implication that A, it's an object built to last, and B, it's the last one you'll need for some time, possibly ever, depending on how often you clean your ears, which I suggest you do, especially if you listen to podcasts. As with other sites on this, let's go over what they do to contribute to the net good without even asking the customer to commit funds. They raise awareness of an issue impacting the global environment and ask customers a question about how much their convenience is worth. Me, as I established, I vouch for a balance. Use reusables whenever possible, but don't make life worse on yourself when you need the extra luxury of something disposable. From the reviews on tissue, there's only one that appears on the site. A five-star review, granted, but having just one review isn't the best reflection as having many, even if it is more of a mix. So while collecting reviews is ongoing, one alternative would be to link to YouTube videos of people using the product. So picture a gallery of people's handsome faces holding my product. I think that would be pretty sufficient. As well, these are public personalities with reputations. And uh, let's wrap this up with the color observation. Again, white is primary, 
orange on the add to cart button to entice action, and then soft greens and blues to relax the eye as it browses. Alright, now we're going to talk about a 3D printing company. I have mentioned my own sordid history with 3D printers on my e-commerce journey episode, part 1, but I'm keen to always check in on what's going on in the 3D printer world to, to see if there's an out-of-the-box one I can afford. On the site, not so much. But honestly, save your money and get a good one. MakerGear stands out as a 3D printer manufacturer off the bat with a cool combination of a dark gray menu, orange buttons, and a white background for support. The opening image also cleverly uses orange printed buttons to keep the color scheme of the image in line with the site layout. The visitor is tempted to click on the gallery buttons, and in doing so, the website answers questions for the consumer right off the bat. They are industrial grade quality printers, are ready to go out of the box, are easy to maintain, and built to last for the long run. Customer service is highly prioritized, and they are made in the USA. Uh, there's also a thank you message to the medical service providers amid COVID-19, so clearly the company is keeping up with the current times. The user scrolls down and is met with some high-profile endorsements, including Princeton, Toyota, Lockheed Martin, and NASA. Continuing downwards, the user is met with imagery of the printers on sale, followed by their distinctions for business and for education. As the user continues scrolling down, Products made by the printers are on display, showing a 3D printed mental scorpion toy, a customized hockey helmet, and a Viking statue, showing the range of fun to functional. I guess if it were me, I would like to see some of the heavy duty work the prints are doing, but that might be more confidential. Lastly, before arriving at the bottom menu, the customer is invited to request a sample to see the results for themselves and then to sign up for a newsletter. The idea here is using the visitor's own curiosity as a catalyst to answer the questions before they're asked. On what authority do your printers have? What are the products? What does your company do to contribute to the net good? How can I get involved? The call to action portions are at the bottom as the visitor is filled with preliminary information beforehand and are more likely to act. I'm saying visitor, by the way, since committing funds is less likely on impulse given the price point of the printers. From there, the website lets you check out the origin of the company along with some early prototypes so you can see how far along 3D printing has come. And by golly, it has come a long way. Then, instead of a blog, they go with stories, showing the company's involvement in society at large. Were I to read through these articles, I expect I would have a larger takeaway about the industry. But what I do walk away with is knowing that 3D printed products are good enough for space travel. That's, that's pretty good. Okay, note to self. Next round of these? I'll mention the background if it's not white. I, I picked 10 sites at random, and so far they've always used white. Next up on the list, we have Package Free, a brand that also has a proposition. It invites me to be skeptical about this, because Package Free? You're going to mail me a bar of soap as is? I suspect it's just going to be minimal packaging, but let's read on. The top banner lets you know about free shipping on US orders over $35. 100% plastic free shipping. One good takeaway I hadn't noticed until now is that the banners up top give you a sense of the optimal price point they encourage customers to pay. If there were orders over $120, the customer would have a different impression of the target market. Before I shopped around, my first instinct was to find out exactly what's going on with their mission statement. The menu gave me a few options on the subject, a link to trashesfortossers.com, mission, history, and commitments to inclusivity. The origin of this website harkens back to a viral story, I recall, about a Lauren Singer who managed to fit eight years of waste into one jar. That's when she started the Trash for Tossers blog. A lot of eyeballs were drawn to her work, and demand started. People wanted no-waste products like the ones she was using, which prompted her to go into business. 
Sometimes, responsibility calls to you, you know? The product here is not solely her creation. It's a convergence of eco-friendly brands aimed to make quality, natural products free of plastic. So to answer my skeptical question from earlier, they do jump on this grenade for me. On the FAQ page, they acknowledge it can't be helped for some of the products, like toothbrushes, which have to be packaged. Their position is that they're in the lead when it comes to results. They sell and send products in packaging if that package is 100% recyclable, or compostable, or if it's illegal not to. So I think a somewhat fair question is, is, do you think it's worth calling them out on this? The answer is no. You're better off dying on a hill worth dying on. As I'm already compelled to investigate the business proposition, in doing so, I have found plenty of information to satisfy my curiosity, including the rewards program, gift cards, how to become a vendor, etc. Understanding what the objectives here are, my next instinct is to scan the shop because essentially every product is also a solution to a problem. Potentially one being solved by another product. For instance, in order to be plastic free, they offer stainless steel food containers. Another nice touch is when I hover my mouse over the images, other images of that product appear. This is also the first example I found of a product line that's half product, half mission. The zero waste kits encourage visitors to consider where they can reduce usage in different areas of their lives. That's travel, hygiene, first aid, and so on. As has been the recurring theme for many of the brands we've illustrated today, going to these websites teaches you something for free. Just got a couple more for you. SkinnyMeTea.com.au The first impression is that this website's target market is unambiguously female. I mean, I'd go for a detox just to see the results, because I'd be, I'd be curious. Uh, so it doesn't deter me from wanting to buy it specifically for that reason, but as a male, I may want to look around and see if there are other options more catered to males for health-related reasons. The upper banner reads, free tracked shipping worldwide and orders over $40, made in Australia. The landing image shows the body of an athletic woman in athletic gear, but the eye is also drawn to the glass teapot and mug, both of which let the visitor see the tea in full color. Versus, I mean, if they, it's, it's glass, right? So if they go with a ceramic set, it would be obstructed. They also have an image of the tea pouch with some of it, some of the loose tea strewn out of the bag. A bold choice, since it's vital to them that they show the tea to the visitor or customer, because tea is not as expensive as a 3D printer, but it being spilled on the desk isn't something that happens on purpose in life, clean as the porcelain countertop is. As I scroll down, I see references to the company in a few outlets, uh, women's health being the one on the left. The eye is drawn to that one first, and also it's the most clear cut of the titles. And so it gives the reader a sense of what the other ones might be about. Followed by two product lines, the detox teas and the anytime ones. Uh, this is a good choice. If people enjoy the detox tea overall, it would be wise to also include options for regular consumption. Further down the page is a brief backstory that could be expanded upon if I were to click. Further on is an endorsement by an Instagram influencer and then a detox program, which you can get with the tea purchases, helping the customer make sure they're doing it right. At the bottom of the page, I notice there's a results option. It's their word for reviews. And this is where I commend the site users because they took selfies of their bodies before and after. They're willing to show the vulnerable side of them, easier I suppose because the product works, but in doing so, they create extraordinary legitimacy to the product. Rounding out our number 10 spot, and by the way, these weren't ranked, is Quadlock, a smartphone mount designed primarily for cyclists. It's applicable to cars or people on foot, 
but the inspiration for the product were cyclists who, mid-cycle, didn't want to have to stop constantly to check their phones for directions. The idea had been in development shortly after the release of the first iPhone. Having been a cyclist even from that time, it occurred to Chris, the founder, pretty early on how useful the device was. But as it was so new, no one had devised a satisfactory mounting mechanism for him. So like with many of our entrepreneurs, he took it as a call to action. The product went on to Kickstarter in 2011 and got funding within two weeks. The icon for the product pulls double duty. It's the icon and also the product. A four-pronged mount which attaches to the case for whatever device you have. The icon is also in blue, which is their main color choice in their imagery, as they want to evoke the blueness of the sky. As a nice touch, you can see a video montage on the splash page banner where the phone is mounted to a blue motorcycle. They stuck to blue as much as they could. Having looked through the site, it's largely just the one product, but the variety is within the many forms of cases and mounts. So drivers, walkers, sitters, at desks, and cyclists all have options available to them. And then also expanding on that, it's also based on what kind of phone you have. Even the accessories are all meant to support the mount and cases, so no hats, pencil cases, or tote bags. From the main page, scrolling through, we have the collections, as I mentioned above, followed by links to reviews, both by professional outlets like Wired, a brief explanation of the product, and the reviews. There are two on display, but to date, they have 46,681 of them. Having gone through all these other sites, I've gotten into the habit of seeing how these businesses look for ways to give back, and this one is no exception. They contribute to World Bicycle Relief, which provides bicycles to people in need. Another fine touch I hadn't spotted before is at their footer. They also have a live count of their social media numbers, which include 60,000 Instagram followers, 3,000 YouTube subscribers, and over 300,000 Facebook likes. Uh, the one thing that sticks out to me with this little hack is I'm not 100% sure what metric they represented without checking it out. It refers specifically to followers, just so you know. Whew, that is it. We did 10, and we'll do 10 more next time. What are some main takeaways? Well, white makes for good background. It emphasizes the colors that you do value for your brand. Also, many entrepreneurs are spurred on, not by money. Obviously, money factors in. But by the idea that they can improve the lives of others as much as they've improved their own. In some cases, the people turn to them for such a solution. So that, I would say, is the major takeaway. Everybody wants to make money. But the people who got into this business used money as a leverage to motivate themselves into doing something spectacular that changes the lives of others. Here's hoping you'll consider similar terms. Let us know what you think. Email podcast at debutify.com. And thank you for getting past the 42% mark. You might have found this show on any number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or right here on Debutify. Whatever the case, if you enjoy this content and want to help us thrive, please take a few moments to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you think is best. We also want to hear from you, so whether you think you'd be a good guest or want to weigh in on anything related to our show, you can email podcast at debutify.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally, this podcast is created by the passionate team at Debutify. If you're ready to take the plunge into e-commerce or are looking to up your game, head over to Debutify.com and see how it can change your life and the lives of many through what you do next. Next.